Right now is the perfect time to sign up for Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today with promo code JNR and get a deposit match of up to $100. You can do daily fantasy for basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Not only that, you can do some of the rivals and head-to-head matchups. Who's going to score more points this weekend? Kevin Durant? Nikolai Jokic, you can place those, you can place your entries on Underdog Fantasy. And like I said, right now, deposit match up to $100. Use promo code JNR and check it out. Hi, everybody. This is John from the JNR Basketball Podcast, and I am joined once again by Ronnie. And tonight we're going to take a look at the first round of the NBA playoffs. Look forward to the second round that is about to kick off. Actually, games kicked off today. Uh, But first, I wanted to talk about something that happened in Phoenix and hopefully is coming to a market near you. And this is actually something Ronnie has been very passionate about uh, in the past episodes. And that is NBA games are returning to local TV. Ronnie, do you have uh, some of the deets on this? Yes, finally, right? So, yeah, we've been been talking about this for a while or at least i have so for the longest time uh, we've been watching games on bally sports and that kind of sucks because not a lot of people have access to bally sports right so um finally like they're making it localized so now it's just gonna be on a regular channel i remember back in the day when i was a kid i would just turn on upn 45 and the game was on there on antenna tv and they're going back to regular antenna tv i have some friends who who don't have access to bally sports you know they I'll, I'll be like, hey, did you watch a game last night? They're like, no, I don't have Bally. So now they're actually going to have access to it. So now we can finally start talking about the game. So I'm really happy about yeah, that's that. that's awesome. Matt Ishbia, the owner for the Suns, he's doing some really good things for the organization. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I have one of those one of those friends of yours that does not have Bally Sports, and it sucks because I thought I would get around it by signing up for NBA League Pass, but they block out the local games, so I had to wait three days unless it aired on like ESPN or TNT or something like that. So it's always been a pain in the butt, and you'd think you know you want to root for the home team, but you got to be able to watch the home team without paying a ton out of pocket. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm really glad they made this change, and I hope. It pays off for them, though. They mentioned in the article that, on average, about 800,000 people watch a Suns game on Bally Sports, and they're hoping to see that go up to about 2.8 million people once it gets aired on local television. And, you know, it's a risk because they're they're turning away revenue money in order to to do this. But I think it'll help with the popularity of the game, you know. The NFL is the only major sport right now that's improving in ratings year over year. All the other leagues are down, you know, baseball, foot, uh, baseball, basketball, and hockey. So they need to do something else to try to get viewers, to get fans of the game. Fans of the game that watch it on TV, they're, I would say they're more likely to actually attend a game or, or buy a merchandise or, or yeah. something like that. Exactly. So I hope it works out for them and I hope it stays that way and I hope it spreads across the NBA. I would love to see games on weeknights on you know NBC or, or whatever network uh, have sort of premier matchups every night. I mean, there's so many games in basketball. You could certainly find a premier matchup once or twice a week easily to put on prime time. So yeah. I hope, I hope they can do something like this. I hope it can continue to, to happen. Yeah. And, just uh, not, 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 not just for the it. Suns, but yeah, for everybody across the league, but uh, Matt Ishbia, it is Ishbia, right? That's how you say it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, you're talking to the guy who said Pascal Siakam wrong for the first half of the season. Right, yeah. So, yeah, we, yes? We, okay, Matt Ishbia, I'll, I'll go with that. I hope I'm saying it right. Yeah, because, yeah, we suck at pronouncing things. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Ish, Matt Ish. <laughs> yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, that's rude. That's disrespectful. So, Matt but, Ishbia. <laughs> so he's doing some other good things, too, I've heard, too. So. Um, we have this local broadcaster here, Al McCoy. He's been broadcasting for the Suns for over 50 years. Um, he's He just had his 90th birthday. He's in his last season now for announcing for the Suns. So uh, Matt Ishbia decided to do something special for him, which was really cool. And, you know, he's only been an owner for a few months, but he, he wanted to do like a, like just something special for him. So they, they had some sort of gathering. I don't even know what they called it, you know, but <laughs> they, that is a nice little ceremony, present. right? Yeah, nice little ceremony for him and everything. And, um, instead of him being like the main speaker, um, he decided to get Jerry Colangelo to kind of like be like the main speaker. Uh, Jerry Colangelo was a previous owner of the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, Matt Ishbia only for a few months, he was like, you know what, I, I could pretend like I know who Al McCoy is and how, what he's done for the organization, but let me bring in this guy who's been the owner for who knows how long, like 30 years or something like that. And let's have him really dig in and, and, 
talk about Al McCoy, you know. So, um, yeah, he he kind of handed the mic over to him and just let Jerry Colangelo do his thing, and which I thought was really cool because usually when you're a billionaire owner, you kind of you know your head is too. You want the big. you want the spotlight, right? Right, yeah. exactly. You know, so <laughs> just the fact that he handed it over and just like you know this this isn't my my thing, you know this this should be handed over to you. This is your guys' thing, so. Let's celebrate it the right way, and and let's let you take over this whole thing. So that was really cool to see. Another thing that Matt, I, I suspect did, Robert Sarver was not invited to this ceremony. <laughs> right? You, who knows? He might have been, but yeah, I, I hope not. Because I bet he has his things. picture like by security. It's like, do not let this man. <laughs> He's yeah. a perv. <laughs> do you remember that when you worked at the movie theater? They had a couple of pictures of some people that were like, "Don't take a check from this person." I remember seeing that on the board. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> they had a, it shows a how old we are when people are writing checks. <laughs> yeah. Do not accept checks from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But another th- thing that HBO did was like the food was really bad in the VIP section I heard, like the fish especially too. So uh, he really stepped it up there and was like, you know, we, we need like VIP food there. You know, we need you like if you're paying for a VIP section, you need to have like the the whole experience, you know, so he really cleaned that up and. Yeah, the kitchen's really good there. Really good food, I heard. So, yeah, he's just overall just helping the whole entire Sons organization. So, it's really good to hear, too. I love it. I just, the idea of having fish at a basketball game <laughs> is so off putting to me. Yeah. It, it's just like, I'm going to go grab some sushi at the gas station. It's like, no, <laughs> don't do it. It's not a good idea. Yeah. But I guess if you're in the VIP section, you get what you want. You know, I wanted fish. There's this one strip club I go to that has the best sushi, I swear. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, okay, I don't really go. Someday, though. All right, let's 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 talk about basketball. Let's talk about the playoffs. And we were just going to kind of review the the series that happened in the first round and give some information about it. Look at, see who's going to be free agents next year, kind of what their contract situation is, and, and discuss what they need to kind of take those next steps. So... A lot of teams make the playoffs in the NBA. You could argue that too many teams make the playoffs in the NBA, and I, I wouldn't disagree with you. But it's one thing to make the, the playoffs. It's another thing to then advance and ultimately try to win that championship. So let's start out west, and let's look at the Nuggets versus the Wolves. The Nuggets was the number one seed in the west versus the Wolves, who made it in via the playing game. The Nuggets win this series 4-1, to one, and... I never really had any doubts that that would happen yeah. at all. The Nuggets were the superior team. Now, after this trade with Rudy Gobert happened initially, you were very, very high on the Timberwolves. Yeah, I was at excited. At what point in the year did that change where you said, okay, maybe I made a mistake in, in putting some confidence uh, in them? Probably about two months in, honestly. Just, I mean, I, I still thought they're going to be turning like, – because it takes a little bit of time to gel with these new players that you got trades for and – I I was like, come on, these guys are so good. Like, they're going to be really good defensively. You're not going to be able to shoot over these two, two huge guys that they have with Gobert and uh, Carl Anthony Towns. But that wasn't the case. Like, it, it just totally blew my mind how bad they did. I mean, they barely made yeah. the playoffs. But uh, yeah, they just couldn't hang in the playoffs with, especially against the number one team, the Nuggets. You know, so sure, yeah, um, but they just never surprising. really gelled, right? Yeah. They never really got on the same page. They always, just watching their games, they just always seem out of sync. And not just with, you know, Rudy Gobert, but it was with, between, you know, uh, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, they oftentimes didn't seem on the same page. There was a lot of infighting. Do you think they can right the ship or do they need to make a change? Yeah, I, I don't, so what, I have no idea what the change is too, but yeah, you even saw like Rudy Gobert fighting with Anderson too, you know, so, so it's just yeah. like, just something going <laughs> on punch, there that's... Punched a teammate and missed the, the playing game. Yeah, yeah, The exactly. first playing game. It's like, so, what are you doing? I don't know. I, I don't... So I do want to point this out that they did kind of trade for like two centers. Like Carl Anthony Towns, he's considered a center, right? Or is he? Right. Maybe he's like a power forward. He's very close uh, to he, being a center. He's yeah. kind of like one you know, of those the, unicorns. The way the- the way the NBA is now, positions aren't as important as they right. used to be. Yeah. Right? Giannis. Is Giannis a center? Is Giannis a power forward? Mm-hmm. It depends on, on the play sometimes, even, yeah. right? So, yeah, th- they're both big guys. They're both seven-footers. They When they go big, they go big. Yeah, my point is that they kind of traded or they kind of like added another player that they already had filled for that position with, with adding Rudy Gobert. So right. that was kind of like confusing to me, like why they would do that. And that seems to be the case in, like, with the Mavericks, for example, you know, with adding Kyrie Irving, you know, you already had that position filled with Luka. So you have two point guards and now you have 
on, on the t- t- Timberwolves, you have like two centers or power forwards, whatever you want to call them. So I just don't understand why they're doing that. Like they're they're missing their true need, which is like a guard on that team, you know? So I don't know. It just, it didn't end up working. And I don't, that's what I think they do need is probably some sort of guard, but I don't know who's available I, I and think, what the cap space is. Mike Conley is. was traded at the dread. I mean, they don't have a lot of draft capital right with this trade they traded for mike conley at the deadline i think that was probably an upgrade over Mm -hmm. d'angelo russell i think it's just gonna take them all time so if they can get if they can kumbaya and get on the same page i think they'll be a better team but at the end of the day i just think that they're never really going to be able to compete just because the west is so loaded so there's no one that's actually a free agent this year no one of, of value i should say that's a free agent this year but there are several players entering a contract year which typically when you enter a contract year right you you want to get that extension during this offseason. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, between Mike Conley, Anthony Edwards, Kyle Anderson, and Torian Prince, they're all entering contract years. Who do you extend? Who is your priority? And I, I would say it has to be Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, it has to be him. So yeah, Mike Conley, he was a point guard on the team. Anthony Edwards is a shooting guard. So interesting. Right. And then they got that one guy, uh, Alexander Walker. I don't, like, he doesn't seem very valuable. So. I don't know. Do you, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, so, so. He, he looks like he was at one of their starters, but he played 38 minutes in the last game, the last playoff game, but uh, okay. 38 minutes, 14 points hit. So I don't know. If, he doesn't seem that valuable. So maybe they well, need to replace Well, he's a free agent. So I, I, didn't, I didn't list him. <laughs> yeah, he's like a shooting Yeah, forward. no, I agree. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's That's a rough roster. That is a rough roster, and and because they traded so much to get Rudy Gobert, there's no there's no help coming, right? There's no reinforcements here. Yeah. You you're you're paying your your big three players a lot of money, Mike Conley included in that, right? Yeah. So it's it's going to be tough for them. Tough sailings ahead, but I think they have the talent. It's now can the coaching get them on the same page, and are the players willing to play together? Yeah. There was so, a we'll see. couple of players that didn't play, like Nas Reed. He was a center for that team. Another big guy that you know was he would fill in for the other big guys when they were tired. And then Jaden McDaniel's he had a a right hand fracture, so he wasn't playing. So there's a little bit of help that wasn't there. But so maybe it's just a case that they need to be healthy. And maybe if they were 100 percent healthy, they might have, might have been more competitive too. Who knows? Meh. I, I don't think so against this Nuggets team. And, and we're going to talk about the Nuggets more when we take a look at their second round lineup. But let's jump ahead to the number two seed in the West, the Memphis Grizzlies playing the Los Angeles Lakers, who are the number seven seed. And the Lakers win this series four to two. And the the closeout game, game six, was just an absolute blowout. And it yeah. really, really showed just how dialed in this Lakers team is and just kind of a what a mess this Memphis Grizzlies team is. And I don't think anyone thought this would be an easy win for the Grizzlies, but man, oh man, the Lakers just embarrassed them. Yeah, this one is tough too. I mean, I I thought John Morant was going to be the MVP of the league, but then he had all those gun problems this year. A lot of controversy, yeah. There is some injuries on this team too, like with Adams. You know, he wasn't playing all... Like most of the year, Steven yep. Adams. Steven Adams. Yep. Yep. Um, there's Luke Kennard. He could be pretty decent. Uh, there's Clark. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was some. Yeah, that's right. Uh, was it Brandon Clark? Yeah. Brandon Clark also got hurt and, and missed the playoff run. Injury problems. Absolutely. I think the biggest problem with this team is they're, they don't have a true leader in the locker room. Uh, some notes that I have on this. John Morant and Dylan Brooks, they both left multiple games without talking to the media. Dylan Brooks never talked to the media after losing games in Los Angeles. He was actually fined $25,000 for skipping those media things. Uh, Dylan Brooks is about to become a free agent. And if I'm Memphis, I I think you have to protect John Morant and you need to put him around smarter people, maybe isn't the right word, but better people as far as, as... making the right choices go when you when you're considered the dirtiest player in the NBA you don't want that person influencing your young superstar yeah so I think if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies I just say hey good luck Dylan 
it's a pleasure pleasure playing <laughs> with you. Uh, Dylan Brooks and LeBron James did not shake hands at the end of the series. You know, oftentimes hey, that's not once a surprise, the series is over. Yeah, but most of the time you you, you let bygones be bygones. Yeah, and then uh, LeBron James tweeted some Jay Z lyrics that were believed to be aimed at Dylan Brooks, basically saying, "You're not a man. You're <laughs> pathetic." Yeah. And uh, I'll let you guys read the tweet yourself. I'm trying to keep the little e away from this episode uh, <laughs> of JNR basketball, but very clearly, if, if it was truly intended for Dylan Brooks, and I, I think it is, just calling him out and, and basically uh, calling it like it is. LeBron beat him fair and square. Mm-hmm. He, he had a lot to say, saying, "I don't care. He's old," um, but he's just kind of act like a baby leaving the games without talking to the media, which you're obli- you have to do as part of your NBA contract. And, and I don't know, I, I'd say good riddance if I'm Memphis to Dylan Brooks, uh, what this team needs to get better, to get back here next year and move on. They need a true leader in the locker room and on the court. And I don't know who that is, but that's, they need, that's what they need. This team needs. I think they're, they're one of the youngest teams in the NBA. Yeah. You know, they need some leadership there. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree with that. When I look at the roster too, there's no names that really jump out other than Morant's too. I mean, Tillman, Jackson, Bain, Brooks. That's your. Those are like your starters, right? Maybe. I love Desmond Bain. Desmond yeah. Bain's going into a contract year. That dude. That dude's f- arms are like giant. He <laughs> is freaking ridiculously ripped but he had some and he's a 24 year old player he's young as well he had some big shots and some big moments in this playoff series he's going to have a team option next year for just over three and a half million dollars i cannot imagine memphis doesn't bring him back and tries to re-sign him based off the maturity that he showed in the playoffs yeah uh, tyus jones is another player that's going into a contract year i think both of these guys can improve we haven't seen the best of them yet doesn't solve their leadership problem, but mm-hmm. I, I think those guys are, are, are in line to get a, a nice extension. Okay. Yeah, I, I see Last there was a game where Bain had 33 points and John Morant had 31. So, yeah, I, I actually didn't realize Bain was that good. So I Oh, I got I, killed by him in fantasy this year. Did you? Okay. <laughs> Anytime I went against Desmond Bain, he was like, oh, I'm going to pop off this game. It's like, oh, of course you are. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. All right, so, yeah, then I agree with leadership and maybe a center then. I don't know how their, their centers don't look like they're that great, too. I mean, you have yeah, Tillman, Steven Adams but, is a serviceable center, yeah, right? But exactly. he's not. When he's healthy, maybe things would be better. Clark too, you know. But yeah, there's that. I think they just got beat up in the playoffs, and I think that's I kinda, the, that's. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I think that's what the playoffs come down to is just like you have to be 100 percent healthy, and that's kind of like what is showing in the playoffs right now. You know, it's this kind of proving that theory, right? You know, it's just timing, and yeah, these guys had bad timing, just like the Timberwolves and the other teams were 100 percent healthy. I, just the, my closing on this is that it's kind of curmuffins for, for the Memphis Grizzlies mm-hmm. with the trash that they talked and saying, you know, we're not worried about the West. Well, maybe you should win something before you make <laughs> comments like that. True, yeah. You got kicked out of the first round in the playoffs. You should be worried about the West. The West is absolutely loaded and you, you embarrassed yourself. Yeah. This playoff run and. It, they need to, you know, I always hate when it's like, oh, so-and-so needs to be humbled because I just think it's ridiculous. But this team was so full of themselves and they hadn't won anything. So I don't understand where it came from. And maybe some of it was an act. Maybe some of it was for show. Mm-hmm. But man, oh, man, I I found myself rooting against them because of some of those comments. Yeah. Do you think that Jaw's going to be okay in the offseason? Like, I mean, do you think this is going to make him yeah. upset and he's going to do something stupid and, you know, get suspended for the beginning of the season? <laughs> you know? You never know. You never know about Jaw. Yeah. He, doing something stupid is like, like seriously, breathing like, to him? I don't know. He could literally do anything. Like, he's just, I feel like he's a loose cannon. Like, we're going to see some sort of yeah. weird Twitter story and then it's going to get blown up on ESPN. <laughs> and, oh, man, I, I can't even imagine what we're going to see. I know he's probably, he probably went on Amazon or wherever. I, I mean... I'm saying Amazon, thinking that you could buy guns on Amazon, but you can't buy guns there. But wherever you go to buy guns, you know, <laughs> he's probably like loaded up and he's going to go to the strip clubs and show them off. And- so I think, I think he's more likely to buy like a, a rare tiger or something this <laughs> off season. And they'd be like, Hey guys, uh, my tiger accidentally bit my arm off or, or something <laughs> ridiculous. That's on point. Let's move on to number three, the, the Sacramento Kings versus the number six Golden State Warriors. This series. Just ended today, Sunday, April 30th. 
probably one of the best first round matchups I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. The Warriors end up winning 4-3, going to a game seven. Steph Curry just, this dude is insane. Yeah. The amount uh, that he gets, uh, he's always moving when he doesn't have the ball. It's, kids out there, watch Steph Curry play and yes. just try to emulate that. It's so effective, and combine it with his just absolutely killer jump shot. He's just he's just unguardable, like literally unguardable. He scored fifty today, which is a new game seven playoff record, passing Kevin Durant, who did it in twenty twenty one. Steph Curry owned the second half in this game. And it was, you know, I found myself rooting for the Kings. It was frustrating to watch because yeah. this game was over midway through the fourth quarter. Yeah. Because the dominance. Right. I know. I mean, what can he do? Like, he's probably the best, pre, maybe the purest shooter ever, too. But he is so I, ridiculous. Yeah. And you just, yeah, you he can't do anything. going to go down as the greatest shooter of all time, there, without a doubt. There was, um, <laughs> I, I mean, no, we're going to talk about that sounds later, but DeAndre Ayton was saying that. He doesn't have a motor on him. He's like a, a Tesla battery. He just keeps going. Well, I think Steph Curry is like the Tesla car. You know, he just, he, he has a motor. He's always running. Just like you said, he's, he never stops. And defensively, like you, you can't keep up with him. And they're always setting screens for him and everything, trying to get him open. Yeah. So it's like, God, if you just give him like three feet of room, you're done. He's going to shoot it over Not you. even, right? Yeah. yeah he, three inches. Yeah, right. But uh, Darian Fox had some interesting quotes. Basically, emulating that is just like, I can't, it's hard to keep up with him. And, and you take your eyes off him for a second and he's gone. And now you're already screwed at that point, mm-hmm. right? Because if you, if, if you give him three feet, he's going to knock down a three. Yep. It's, it's so fun to watch him play. And I just cannot imagine how frustrating it is. What I thought was really cool about this series at the end, you know, Mike Brown was the former assistant coach with Steve Kerr. Just the sheer amount of respect these two teams had for each other. You know, you yeah. play these 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 series and they're physical and emotions are high, but at the end of the game, they were all, you know, congratulatory and and wishing each other the best. And it it seemed genuine, you know, Steve Kerr and Mike Brown embraced for a while. Draymond Green and De'Aaron Fox, Curry and De'Aaron Fox. I think it really, they really recognize that De'Aaron Fox is going to be, he might already be, he's going to be a superstar in this league. And it was, it was really, really cool to see that level of respect. Yep. Yeah. And did you see Kevin Looney, how many rebounds he had that last game? 21 Kevin rebounds? Kevin Looney was a freak to die. That was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was so frustrating because he was getting second, third, fourth, and fourth try shots. Yeah. He was getting rebounds off of missed three throws. Yeah. yeah. You, and this is you against have the position. Sabonis, the leading rebounder yeah. in the league. Yeah. I, I think Sabonis had a really bad playoff series here. And mm-hmm. some nights, you know, Malik Monk carried them. Some nights, De'Aaron Fox carried them. Keegan Murray had a great series as well you know he's a rookie sometimes you forget that but he he really matured during this season uh during this series specifically but Sabonis you know when I talk about notes of what they need to do better they need I think a true center because Sabonis being their center he did not play like a center today he was getting out muscled by Draymond obviously by Kevon Looney and his rebound numbers, he just he just looked lost sometimes. Interesting. Bad box outs, and it just was not good. Just I, a dip, different atmosphere in the playoffs, in. I guess. Maybe he was right? trying to do too much. Yeah, maybe. And this is a young team as well. They're going to be back next year for sure. Uh, looking at free agency, you know, Harrison Barnes is the only free agent on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take that back. Harrison Barnes is the the only. Um, probably high profile free agent. You know, Terrence Davis is a free agent. Alex Lynn. Alex Lynn hardly got any playing time this series. Those, they're all free agents. Alex Sabonis Lynn. and Malik Monk are going into a contract year. I imagine you try to extend both of those guys because they were so instrumental in the success you had this year. Keegan Murray is going to get better. Uh, Jaron Fox is going to get better. This team is going to be here next year. They just got beat by. A very, very good Warriors team that have have beaten champions before. This this team, yeah. This this Golden State Warriors team is special. Do you think that like, <laughs> do you think the Warriors are at home watching the Sabonis interviews and just laughing because it looks like Sabonis got beaten up? It looks like he was in a boxing ring, you know? Yeah, with the black eye. I mean, yeah, yeah, and he got stomped on earlier. And man, he's just like they beat him up. <laughs> They really did. Yeah, I forgot about the stomp too. What, yeah, and what that's the seven-game series. I, I they get so that. physical. 
Did did you see what happened to his eye? Because I don't know how he got the injury. Do you do you know who hit him or anything like that? Because I don't know the details on that. I missed that. I he got it in game six, I think. I don't remember the specifics of it, but okay. it looked it looked bad in game six and then yeah, it bruised up in game seven where it just became a black eye. Yeah. It looked like uh, he but that's an common. I mean, have something. you seen have you seen Jokic's arms? Yeah. All the nicks and cuts on that. Yeah. I mean, it just happens over the course of an NBA season. And the playoffs, like you said, they're just elevated to another level. Yeah. Somebody didn't cut their nails and whoever it was, they, they're beating yeah. up Jokic right now. <laughs> I, I think what this team needs to kind of in closing is just uh, another center, a big body that's more physical than what Sabonis is. Sabonis is a great scorer. He's a, he's a great player. I'm not going to try to downplay the, the impact he has on this team, but sometimes you just need, uh, I'm going to say like a Steven Adams type, just a big mm-hmm. guy that can muscle out muscle anybody, especially when you're going against like a giant, like Kevon Looney, you really just need a big body. And Sabonis just, just wasn't able to do that. So I think that's, ultimately what they need to get back there and i don't i don't know who that is it, this offseason after the the nba finals you know we'll do our whole here's the top free agents sort of episode yeah uh, at that point maybe we'll, we'll tab somebody who's like ooh, he would fit in nice on this king's yeah team. i mean honestly this is a tough team though because i don't really want them to change too much either i just think they're young no, and, i mean like, again like yeah. they hadn't made the playoffs since what 2006 so I just want to see them keep this team together and give them another chance to see what they could do in the playoffs. They got one round experience, right? So, and it was against the defending world Absolutely. champions. So, oh yeah, let's you can't just ask for a better. Don't don't do any crazy changes with this team. Hold them together the best you can, and if you get lucky in the free agency, if there's someone good that you get add this team, definitely get rid of Alex Land because he's crap, and <laughs> and get someone off a of free agency to to replace him, maybe. Yeah. That's I think that's that's got to be their goal this year, right? Is Harrison Barnes resign him? You know, you, I like the leadership that he brings, the the toughness that he brings. He's been part of these Warriors teams that have won, so he knows he might be the only person on this roster that really knows what the playoffs taste like up until you know this series here. So yeah, I I like I like that plan. I hope they go through with it. Man, the Warriors. Let's talk though, a- oh, just real quick on the Warriors when, yeah. on their bench. I mean, they have Poole coming up the bench, Peyton. Yeah, God, these that's so <laughs> tough, man. Because I mean, you so it, you have Curry running around, you know, and then like, okay, we got to give him a little rest, and then you bring in Poole or Peyton. Jeez, like you're screwed. So that's that's yeah. tough. That's a tough team to beat right there. But yeah, next. it is is a very tough team yeah. to beat, especially when Kayvon Looney is playing like this. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to the Suns and the Clippers. This was a four five seed, and the Suns win this series four to one against a very injured. Clippers team and they sure made it hard on themselves. Even the closeout game after taking a big lead, they almost blew it. Several of these scary. games were, were very, very close. I think a healthy Clippers team beats this Suns team. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about the positives first. The Suns close out this series at home. It's the first time they've closed a playoff series at home in 16 years. Pretty impressive. They had some monster quarters. That third quarter in Game 5 was was huge, only to be followed by an absolute garbage can of a fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, free agents for the Clippers, Plumlee and Westbrook. Westbrook signed that sort of a rental contract for this team. Yeah, Westbrook, holy crap, that guy could still play really yeah. good basketball. I'm, I'm shocked it didn't work out in L.A., Lakers, mm-hmm. but he fit in really, really well on this team. Do they try to bring him back? Do you think? Does he want to be back? I think they do. I mean, he's thirty-four years old. I know you're big on ages with players, so <laughs> but he's he's really physically there. You know, like, there's nothing slowing him down. So yeah, I would bring him back if I was the Clippers. And I don't know about Kawhi Leonard though because he is not healthy, and he's just he never oh. played this year. So I almost feel like would you get rid of him? Because I feel like there's something. I, majorly wrong with his him, knee where right? it's like what never going to be right. He's owed $45 million fully guaranteed next year. Mm-hmm. The year after that, he's owed $48 million. It's a player option, but I think you're probably right. He's going to take that because he's not going to get another max contract because of his de- rapid deterioration. Yeah. Uh, Paul George is in the same boat, right? Paul George <laughs> did not play this entire series and yeah. he's been unhealthy most of this year so the the it's ugh, it's gonna be rough uh eric gordon is going into a contract year 
I don't know that you're going to extend him. He's 34 years old. Uh, Nicholas Batum is going into a contract year. They have a lot of players going into contract years. And I just, I just don't know that, I don't know that it matters if you can't have both of these guys healthy in a given year and you can't ever seem to get them both healthy at the same time. Yeah. But I, man, I, if they were healthy, they yeah. would have just rocked the Suns team. Right. I totally agree. I, this is, I think this is just going to end up being like bad timing for the Clippers with all these contract deals and yeah. just, it just doesn't look good for them. But, and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, those are, when those guys are healthy, those are players that you do not want to play against. So you don't really want to get them off their roster because you don't want to play against them when they are healthy. But are they going to be healthy? I mean, it, that's, that's a tough decision. I mean, if I'm a GM, I, I don't know what to do there. I don't know if you keep them or, or ditch them. I think you're handcuffed. I think you have to keep them, right? What do you, no one's going to trade for them with, with this. Maybe at the deadline and you hope that they opt out for their 24, 25 season where they're yeah. making $48 million. But it's, it's a tough situation. This Clippers team has all the pieces. Mm-hmm. I think they just can't get them healthy at the same time. So yeah. next year they could be right back in the playoffs or, or even higher seeding. If, if those guys play, so I, yep. you know, we talked about the Kings. We're hoping they don't have, they don't have to do anything. The only thing I hope the Clippers do is just get healthy. Cause I would love yeah. to see a healthy Clippers team versus like a healthy Warriors team. I think that's a great matchup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Healthy against the Denver Nuggets. That would be an exciting series to watch too. If the Suns didn't make yeah. it, it would be, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, it would be fun to watch still, you know, but oof, this, that's a tough team. Oh, is right. Let's but, move out east. The number one seed Bucks versus the Miami Heat, probably the biggest upset in recent playoff memory. I, nothing for sure, yeah. Uh, recently that that I can think of, the Heat win this series four to one. You know, Giannis got injured in the first game; he misses games two and three. They win one of those games without Giannis, so I don't know that it was necessarily the Giannis effect. But Jimmy Butler, I, I wrote here in my notes, Jimmy Butler, comma wow, <laughs> yeah. this is. This is a different Jimmy Butler than last year, which sure. we, we've talked about this before. He was certainly injured and, and playing hurt last year, but he has, I think you're the one that said it last week, almost like the Kobe killer instinct yeah. where he's just, he's finishing these games. He had a game, uh, I don't remember which game it was, where he had like 56 points. It was game four maybe. Yep. And it's just absolutely insane. Kevin Love is coming in off the bench and playing meaningful minutes and making fantastic plays. Mm-hmm. This... This isn't the Bucks losing this series. This is the Heat playing fantastic basketball and giving the Bucks everything that yeah. they have and, and coming out ahead. And without Tyler Hero, too. Miami's doing it, too. Yeah, without Tyler Hero. Yeah, absolutely. So when we look at this Bucks team, Brooke Lopez is a free agent. Jay Crowder is a free agent. And Giannis's brother, Thanis, is a free agent. I think you probably want to re-sign all three of those guys. Uh, if you can, why why Thanos is why his brother? Do you want to sign him? The only reason I want to re- so here's the reason for that. This is the only reason that Thanos is in the NBA. By the way, if it makes Giannis happy, then you do it because you're not you're paying him nothing, right? Just the the veteran minimum. Yeah. If it makes your superstar a little bit happier, makes him feel more comfortable, then you do it, and that's why I think he's on this team to begin with, and I think that's why you re-sign him. Hey, Giannis. Uh, you you still want your brother on the team? Yeah, okay, we'll resign him. I mean, that's I think that's what it is. I think if I think Giannis should, should uh, I think Thanos should basically just kind of spread his wings and go on a different team, a team that could actually <laughs> like use him. Honestly, you know, like if he gets on a team that's like a, a lower level team, I don't. I'm trying to think of like really bad teams like the Pistons, the Hornets, the Spurs. If he could actually like get some playing time and improve his game. I mean, I think that would make Giannis pretty happy too, seeing his brother be successful, like as a starter somewhere else. I think his brother. Uh, there was was it Jalen Rose that said that he's not NBA talent, and then he he played like the last game of the season when the rest of their starters. He had a really good game. I agree, he's not NBA talented player. He's he's a fine player, but he's not. He's it, it's what were you who are you in love with? Was it Boban that you're like, oh, he's going to be so good <laughs> yeah. on this team? He. It, eh. <laughs> I think that's the way I feel about this. So you, the only reason they would re-sign him would be because 
they want Giannis to be happy. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Lopez was huge on this team. It still just blows my mind how good he was at shooting three pointers. Yeah. <laughs> just crazy. Jay Crowder gives you that sort of extra toughness that I think you might need. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Chris Middleton can opt out this year. I don't know if he does because I think he wants to stay on this team. This team is always a threat to win a championship. But does he opt out to get a bigger contract? Possibly, maybe. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Well, yep, let me let me ask you this: If you think if you if Giannis didn't hurt his back that one game, do you think they would have won the series at all, or do you do you think that the Heat no. still would have beat him? I think the Heat still would have beat him because you know Giannis was here in Game Four and Five, and he put up Giannis numbers in Game Four and Five. I think this the Heat. We're better prepared for this series, and I think it comes down to coach. Oh, it comes down to coaching. No. See what I did there, Ronnie? No, it I the coaches. <laughs> Eric Spalstra is a better coach than whoever that drunkard-looking guy <laughs> leading the Bucks. Yeah, that and the fifty-six points that Butler puts up. That always helps. You can't yeah. coach that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't think the Bucks need to do anything at all, other yeah. than resign their free agents. I think they're always going to be in a driver's seat. As long as you have a healthy Giannis, you're always in the driver's seat. They're much better with a healthy Chris Middleton as well. And maybe that's all they need, this uh, team. Well, okay, so Giannis missed two games, I believe, right? He missed game. He missed games well, two and he, three. He yep. came out in the first game, like in the third quarter, I want to say, and then missed a full uh, game of game two and game three. Correct. So, But they did win without him one game. And they won game two without Giannis. Yeah, and that that was, is also correct. So I don't know. And that's the only game they won. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, we're, I I wonder what the score was when Giannis was out. I don't remember what it was. If they they had a lead and then they lost it once he came out. But Game one? Yeah. It was the Heat were leading that game, most okay. of the game, I believe. And then when Giannis got hurt, it's sort of, I mean, as, as, it, as you would expect, they sort of, oh God, and, and ended up losing... You know that lead for the Heat grew because holy crap, our okay superstar players. Just well, left. in that case, if the Heat had the lead when Giannis injured his back, then yeah, they need to make some changes. But I don't know what changes you would need because I I felt like this team was all there. You know, like I I have no clue how to improve this team. I mean, last year we were talking about it. You know, when uh who who was it when that was out? Was it Portis? Chris Middleton was out. Middleton, last year. that's right, Middleton. So, yeah. yeah, he was out, and then we we were like, well, as long as he was healthy, then they probably would have won a championship. But yeah. then they had a healthy team except for this Giannis thing, but they weren't looking good when he was healthy in game one. So I don't. So I would I say know. they probably need a a better, just like a pure shooter, kind of like Tyro Tyro Hero coming off the bench with Miami last year, where you could just kind of get that instant offense. You know, they yeah. have Grayson Allen, who's like a Tyler Hero clone. They even kind of look alike. I just don't really care for Grayson Allen, and mm-hmm. maybe that's some personal bias, but I just think they need somebody that can just come off and score and then go sit down for the rest of the quarter <laughs> yeah. just to give some of their, their starters a rest. I mean, he's not uh, – yeah, that, that's – I'll leave it at that. Um, did you see Giannis's quote? No. About that? failure? Oh, yes. Actually, so they was, asked my him, wife told me about that. Yeah. I liked it. Do they consider a failure? And he said, it's not a failure. It's steps to success. And um, so I'll just quote him here. Uh, it's not a failure. It's steps to success. There's always steps to it. Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure, question mark. That, that question mark, he didn't actually say that. I was just, just putting that in there. Uh, that's what you're telling me. So and then he said, it's the wrong question. There's no failure in sports. I kind of agree with him to a certain extent. I think... It's steps to success that 100% applies to the Sacramento Kings this year, right? Yeah, they for sure, yeah. learned a lot about themselves. They learned about the intensity of the postseason, things that they needed to learn. That is steps that they needed in order to be successful. When you talk mm-hmm. about a team like Milwaukee, they've been to the highest step, right? Um, with a lot of the same core players. So I don't. I wouldn't necessarily call it a fail. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that then. Yeah. Because I, I would say it is a failure, right? They didn't win the championship. That's your ultimate goal. But I do like how he, winning isn't everything in, in sports. Mm-hmm. At least that's not the way it should be. That's the way that we're taught when we're kids playing this game. And then we sort of forget about it as we get older yeah. and we watch the professionals play. But I thought it was a, it was a nice quote. 
the way I understood um, it too is like when yeah. when they were asking him that question too, like Janos was saying, he was asking back. He was like, "Is is your job a failure? Like, if you don't get promoted, or if you know something doesn't happen, you know, to you, or like you 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 better yourself, like at your job, do you consider that a failure year?" And the he was like oh, asking the guy yeah. to ask a question. The guy was like, "Well, no, you know." It's like, "Well, yeah, I don't consider it a failure either." You know, yeah, we didn't win the championship, but it's not a failure of a year. We still learned and everything, so we're gonna get better. And so, yeah, I, I did. I did appreciate the way he handled the question, even though he was he was saying like, "I'm not trying to be a jerk." Whenever someone says that, you know, like <laughs> they are being a jerk. <laughs> but he, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was interesting, and uh, I think it is it sets a good example for the kids too. You know, like the the way he handled that question too. So I I did appreciate that. There's a a, a comedian I don't remember who it is. But he has a joke. Whenever somebody says, I don't want to sound racist, they <laughs> yeah. always say something racist. I've heard that. And he's too, like, what yeah. I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is say, I don't want to sound racist, but this cake is really good. And people be like, <laughs> of course that's not racist. Why would it be? He's like, I know, but I didn't want to sound it. <laughs> yeah. Something stupid like that. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm going to do yeah. that. <laughs> next party I, I go to, next racist, birthday party. But this traffic sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> next, next time my kids are invited to the birthday party, I'm going to use that line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me know how it goes. Yes. Uh, let's jump into the Celtics versus the Hawks. The Celtics win this series 4-2. to two, And I think the Celtics coulda, shoulda, woulda swept the Hawks. They kind of let Atlanta back in a lot of these games. And I think you can do that against the Hawks because they have a vastly superior talent compared to the Hawks. But you can't do that coming up against the 76ers or whoever, you know, if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, they're not going to be forgiveness when you let teams back in. And, and that's what happens as you move up the, the, the ring in the playoffs, the, the rungs in the playoffs, I should say. Yeah. Uh, looking at their, their contract situation, no, none of the main guys are free agents. They do have quite a few players going into contract years. So again, normally in between going into their contract year, Teams have to make that decision. Do I want to extend them or do I want to try to trade them in the offseason? You can't, players like to know what their future looks like. So it's reasonable for them to request, Hey, I would like an extension. Um, mm-hmm. because that, that just seems like a nice thing to do. So, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic, DeJounte Murray, Sadiq Bey are the three big ones entering contract years. Sadiq Bey was traded. To this team close to the deadline, I believe from the Pistons. I don't have it in front of me. I meant to write it down, uh, but that sounds right. And DeJounte Murray obviously was traded to this team in the offseason from the Spurs. Do you think this experiment with the two-point guards, DeJounte Murray and... Oh, gosh. Trey Young, his name just blank. I just saw his balding head. Uh, <laughs> did it work? Do they need to resign DeJounte Murray? Do they need to let him go? No, they, or, or I guess extend DeJounte Murray? That, that it doesn't work. So they're both point guards, even though DeJounte Murray is listed as a shooting guard. No, they're both point guards. It didn't work. They shouldn't have done it. It didn't make sense when they did it. It's just another situation where you already had a position filled and they tried to experiment with it. It didn't work. So, yeah, it, it's if you're going to interview Trey Young or DeJounte Murray, am I? Is, wait, is it DeJounte Murray? Yeah, it is DeJounte Murray. If you're asking them, you know, was it a failure of a year? They should both answer just straight yeah. up yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, they they both failed. That, this is Dejounte Murray team. didn't even play the last game of the season because in game five he made contact and statements to a referee. You never make contact with a referee. That's always going to get you in he, trouble. Yeah, I so heard he, he bumped he, him. He bumped him. Yeah, he he wasn't even on the court in the last game of the season, which is kind of. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind that, of uh, that may affect your team negatively. Captures, yeah, <laughs> it kind of captures this this team's season. Just is like, yeah, well, we we made a bonehead play, and this is this is what happened. Yeah. So, I I don't know what they do. I, I they're in a tough spot because I don't know what off a of hand, and I could probably look it up real quick. What they traded to get Dejounte Murray? Dejounte Murray is a talented basketball player. I don't think anyone's going to to try to argue that, but he just doesn't fit well with Trey Young necessarily. So what do you do? Yeah. I'm looking at the roster and there's no names on here that pop out at me either. You got Capella, Hunter, Collins, Bay. I mean, I I just say scrap this whole team, you know? (laughs) They, the Hawks gave up three first round picks as well as a player 
for Dejounte Murray. So three first round picks. You almost ha- you're almost handcuffed, mm-hmm. just like just like Dallas is with with Kyrie. You're almost handcuffed that you have to extend him and you have to try to find a way to make it work. Now we saw that the head coach of this team resigned midway through. Another very foreshadowing. <laughs> Uh, experience of what was going to happen this year, but this team is a mess. I, I kind of agree with you. They're not going to compete in the East without making some wholesale changes. Yeah. And I just don't know that they have the capital, draft capital, or or the contract situation that they're in to really be able to do any of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, but good job for the Celtics. They won that series four to two, and yeah, they they're looking really good. All right, let's move on to. The 76ers, the three seed versus the six Nets. We talked about this quite a bit in our last podcast. Uh, the Nets were swept by the 76ers. The Nets are a mess. They need to find their identity. And I don't think they have any clue of what that identity is. This is just sort of a team made up of spare parts. Cam Johnson and Seth Curry, not to be confused with Steph Curry, yeah. but Seth Curry are both free agents. Spencer Dinwiddie, Joy ha- Joe Harris, Royce O'Neal, and Nick Claxton are all entering their contract year. But the big note is Ben Simmons, he's on this team for two more years, 37 and $40 million for the next two seasons for Ben Simmons. I think that just basically tells you what you need to know about this team. Yeah, They're going to be a mess for the next two years. Right. There's nothing you can do. You're just locked up, right? I mean, you can't afford to pay any other good players. You just have this really bad player (laughs) who you paid way too much money for. And like yeah. I said, you who passes physical somehow when he shouldn't have. So, yeah, you're, that that team's going to be a mess for a few years. So the the only hope that they have is, you know, the next year there might be a team that's trying to position themselves for free agency. Maybe maybe Luca becomes a free agent in two years, so they're willing to take on his expiring contract so that they can make a big run for a player like that. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're getting him off this team, I think. I don't. No one's going to be like, you know who we need? Ben Simmons. I know. Let's trade for Nobody him. Nobody wants him, right? I mean, Nobody. The, the, yeah. those I mean, silly statistics we saw, you know, where uh, Matt McClung, you know, <laughs> had scored McClung, more yeah. points than, than uh, he did in a whole entire year. That's crazy. But calendar year. Calendar year, not, yeah. not season year. That's the, the big calendar caveat year, there. Yeah. So, yeah, looking at the Nets, uh, they're not going to be a playoff team with this roster next year as, as it stands. So we'll see what they do. Uh, but there's not going to be a lot that they're going to be able to do. Yeah. Let's jump to the Cavs versus the Knicks. This was a four or five matchup. This was the matchup I was most excited for in the East mm-hmm. and it ended up being a total lame duck. Four yeah. to one, the New York Knicks just outplayed the Cavs. And I got to say that the Cavaliers, another young team, they just looked shell shocked. Once the series moved to New York and they were playing in Madison Square Garden, you know, it was 1-1 going to New York. They just looked scared. And I don't think they were quite ready for the big lights of Madison Square Garden. Bad shots, bad decisions, bad passes. Just everything looked bad. And it just... I, this is a talented team. They were not playing the way Darius Garland is a fantastic shooter most of the time. He was terrible in this series, which which sucks because I love Darius Garland. I think he's a really fun player to watch. This was not fun to watch. <laughs> this was painful to watch. Uh, they have Danny Green and Karius Levert that are going to be free agents. I don't think Danny Green played a whole lot this year. No. I could be wrong. Yeah, he was way down on the uh, list. Levert, I like. I think you could, if you can get him for fairly decent price, maybe you resign him. They have D they Wade on their team, though. Offer him an extension <laughs> this off season. I'm not really sure why. Uh, oh, Dean Wade, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Dwayne Wade. What are you talking about? Yeah. He was in Miami hugging Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so Cleveland, I I think they have a lot of the core pieces. I just think they need to better well I, I agree with what you said though with them being a young team and i you i think you do keep them together kind of like what i said with the other that as other much team. as you can yeah, yeah. just uh, with kind of the same thing with the the kings you know keep them together but if there is some guy floating around a free agency that you think could be a good fit for the team just try to grab him but um yeah so that their starters is is alan mobley lavert and then mitchell and garland Mitchell had an amazing first game in the playoffs. He's been an amazing player this whole entire year, 
But then yeah. every other game in the playoffs, he just kind of sucked. You know, he got was, a little worse. Yeah, got a little worse. They, yeah, they figured him out. They stopped him, and Garland wasn't really stepping it up. So, um, yeah, I think maybe some presence down low would help this team because I feel like they have like a really good guard situation here on this team. But maybe maybe they need some better, bigger guys too. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Somebody that can that can shoot. Somebody that can get some rebounds and. Yeah. and Help this team out. Help them with their toughness. Because I don't I don't think of this team as a very tough team. Like Evan yep. Mobley is not someone that's gonna scare anybody. Yeah. Um, okay, well here's a so trend yeah. that I'm seeing too with the Kings and this team with the Cleveland. So this team has Robin Lopez, who's an ex son. The Kings had Alex Len, who's an ex son. And they're like if why are you keeping these horrible players who are centers like on your team? Just get rid of both those guys. Robin Lopez was okay. Alex then sucks, so you should just get rid of those guys and get some new big guys that could... Well, I mean, these, these guys aren't seeing much court time, so it's not that big yeah. of a deal, I'm, I don't think. I think Robin... What Do you have Robin Lopez's contract by any chance? Because I bet he's getting paid he, some He's a money. free agent this year. Yeah. He's, a, he's about to become a free agent. He was making the veteran minimum $1.8 million this year. Okay. Yeah, because he's been in the league for a he's long time. He's 35 years old. Yeah, he's done. So yeah, he he he. I'll probably get another veteran minimum contract somewhere. Yeah, I would think if Maybe. if he wants it. But yeah, he's not going to be an impact player. No one's looking at their roster, going, you know who we need, Robin Lopez. Yeah, or Alex. No, no one's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no one's doing that. Yeah, Ronnie. I think they get just, it together. Were they, were they small too with their big guys too? Weren't we talking about that with yeah, this I team so. too? Like they weren't really yeah. tall. Yeah, this guy Jerry Allen, he's. Six nine, and he's a center, so they definitely need yep. some some bigger guys down low. Oh, I agree. They're they're a talented team. They have some pieces. This this is another team, you know, steps to success. Hey, you guys just experienced playoff basketball, mm-hmm. and yep. it's it's a whole different beast. And I I do think they got a little shell shocked being in Madison Square Garden, seeing Spike yes. Lee sitting courtside, and all the celebrities. And I just think they just like, whoa, we're here, we did it, and they forgot to play. Uh, their best. Yep, agreed. Yeah, they got shook when they were at home. Shook. Uh, they got shook yep. when they were in the Knicks stadium. They didn't know what to do. And then it just never. They never recovered. So yep. that is that is the first round of the NBA playoffs. Only one series made it to Game Seven, and man, oh man, it was a fun series to watch. Yeah. The Kings and the Warriors. Let's look ahead to the second round and what some of these teams just. Just kind of a quick overview, and and I, from you, Ronnie, I want to know what you th- who's going to win and how many games as well. So right. if you haven't done that already, be thinking about that. Let's start out west. The Denver Nuggets versus your Phoenix Suns. Although I we have it on record that you you said you're done with the Suns <laughs> some point this year, but now I feel like you've. I, I got a text from Ronnie this week, guys. Actually, after the game <laughs> one, that just after the game was over, the game was over quite some time. It just said, "I hate the Suns." <laughs> I kept, I just kept thinking about the game the whole entire day, and it's just like, I'm like, I gotta text Jonathan. <laughs> that's, I that's, did not reply. That's like all I said because too. I assumed Ronnie was just sitting in like a dark corner. <laughs> I was <laughs> the screen eliminating your face. Dude, I hate the Suns. So Watching replays, looking at DeAndre Ayton's stat line. I hate the Suns. Can so I much. just vent about uh, him too? So you, so I sent you that yeah, text, right? Where. Why is DA again? Like I say this so much, and I, I'm glad that everybody's starting to see it. So there's this this uh, Instagram post where um, it was from ESPN, where DeAndre Ayton, like he's just standing under the hoop, and he's like underneath the backboard, like almost standing out of bounds too. Watching, he was out of bounds at the start of yeah, that. Yeah, he wa- was just, just wa- completely out of the play. Watching Jokic just rebound and tip it, rebound at the rebound. I think Jokic got like three rebounds, and then finally. Um, uh, our other guy, what's his name? Uh, you know, that one re- really good guy, Kevin yeah, yeah. Durant. The one good guy. Yeah. <laughs> he got the rebound and then took it down court. And, uh, Aiton just like, he's just standing there watching all these, all this rebounding happen. He's right there. All he has to do is like get into there and get his ball, but he doesn't think it's his ball. He's just waiting for everybody else to, he basically looked like he was waiting for somebody to rebound it and to give him the ball so he could like inbound it for the next so play. He can inbound it. Yeah. Yep, he's like that's what it looked like thinking way too ahead and he looks like a moron out there just like he has no clue how to be a center in this league and it's 
I, I, I hate the argument, like, but he's a first-round pick. You know, you can't get rid of him. He's a first-round pick. Please get rid of him. We, I, I, I don't think we picked wrong, by the way, you know, being a Suns fan all this time. Because, yeah, we had the, the option to get Luca, right? But we had Alex Len at the time, who I hated. So we needed a big center, and that was a position that we needed to fill. We filled it with this guy, and now we just need to move on. He's done. I don't like him. He's a well, liability they got in this some team. Time. Yeah, they got some time. They offered. They they matched the offer sheet. The quickest matching of an offer sheet in NBA history. Yeah, this offseason when he was a restricted free too. agent. So, you know, it is what it is. He's <sighs> here. He's not going anywhere. But it was a uh, previous Suns this- owner that did that too. Do you think if Matt Ishbia was the owner at that time that he would have did it? Because I hopefully he would have been smart enough where that wouldn't have happened. So I I wonder if maybe that was Cyrus doing too. Just kind of like let me screw up this team for as long as I can and get DA on No, the team. I don't think so. I mean, this team was the best record in basketball and they were one year removed from the NBA Finals. I think you try to keep that core. I think you see what Colangelo did when Joe Johnson was, was kicked off instead of re-signing him. I think you say, well, this was the core that got us there. I'm going to try to keep this core together. Yeah. And maybe maybe not the smartest. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but yeah. his, his rebounding has not improved. He seems disinterested in times and Jokic is just going to eat that up all day long. Yeah. And Okay, yeah, halftime. You're not gonna Jokic, win those games. Jokic had 14 rebounds and Da had three. I'm like, come on, like this is ridiculous. So I just wanted to kind of add on this: Jamal Murray and Nikolai Jokic both being healthy and the playoffs at the same time is it's incredible. This is what like I think the Clippers would look like if all of their players were healthy. They're yeah. so good, and it's so good to see them healthy. True. And I, that is why I think the, the Nuggets are going to win this series in six. Maybe, maybe it won't even go six. This team is just too much. And, and we have, and I say we like I'm involved with Phoenix Suns. The Suns just, they're still trying to figure it all out yeah. with, with their players. And DeAndre Ayton is, it's getting outplayed. 10 times, 10 times over by, by Nikolai Jokic. Yeah. I think if they sit DA and they put Biombo in and, and, uh, the other guy, Jack Landale, then we'll be okay. No, it's just dumb. (laughs) But another stat that I saw, um, at halftime, uh, we were, the Suns were 56% shooting from field goal percentage, but the Nuggets were 56% from three point land. So, uh, that, that's going to hurt you. They just could not miss. So if they keep it up. And, and just to confirm, three-point shots are worth more than two-point shots? <laughs> That's true, Jonathan. Yes. Oh, Thank you for confirming okay. that. Do you, do you think the Nuggets are going to be able to keep that up against us? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. They're not going to be able to keep that up against us. But yeah, freaking Jokic getting 20 rebounds a game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he could keep that going. Yeah, Suns need to make some adjustments. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly happy for the Nuggets because we blew them out the last couple of years, right? I mean, yeah. we, we beat them in the playoffs, well, and so now they finally are, are in the lead. And if they take it, if they blow us out, I mean, good for them. I'll be happy with them. I, I wouldn't even be mad, but I still think Suns in five. <laughs> Suns in five, okay. Very optimistic, Ronnie. Uh, I did want to say, and I meant to say this at the start when we started talking about the second round, this is the first time in NBA history that a five, six, seven, and eight seed has yes. all, all four of those have made it to the second round. And let's talk about the next matchup in the West. The Warriors, a six seed, going against the Lakers, a seven seed, which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's the way it worked out. Game one on this is going to be May 2nd. That's Tuesday. Uh, the questions I have here is, is Kevon Looney still going to own the boards like he did against the Kings? Anthony Davis is a much better center as far as rebounding and, and physicality. So maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Is this chemistry on the Lakers team? Is it real? Right. They made some changes at the trade deadline, quite a few changes at the trade deadline. Is it real or are they still in the honeymoon phase? <laughs> uh, maybe it doesn't matter if they keep winning, but I, I think. This is going to, I'm hoping this is going to be another really, really fun series to watch. Yes. I, I have the Warriors in seven, but I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I have a feeling that the Warriors are going to win this too. I think it'll be less games though. I think it'll be six games. Um, I, I just think the Lakers are a little too old and I think they're, they're made of glass. You know, they're just, someone's going to, it's going to, they're going to have some sort of key injury on their side. 
and they're going to lose to the Warriors. They just can't stay healthy. I mean, the game that I was watching yeah. where they're falling all over the place and complaining about every little <laughs> tiny hit that yeah. happened, they're, they're, there's no way that they're going to be healthy enough to beat and keep up with the Warriors, too. I mean, running like we talked about earlier, running around with Curry, you're not going to be able to keep up with him the whole game. I mean, yeah, you could switch and everything and play zones, but no, there's, yeah, there's no way. And the Warriors beat, well, like, the was, wasn't the Kings a ranked number one in offense this year, too? The Kings had the best offense. Yeah, the so there's, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. King, I, I think the Warriors are going to take it in six. All right. Warriors in six from Ronnie. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it could be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see it. And, you know, right now the Lakers appear to be healthy-ish. So maybe, maybe we'll see a healthy Lakers team versus a healthy Warriors team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll Let's end up being move. Warriors and Nuggets for the conference finals, even though Warriors it's Nuggets Suns and five. The conference finals. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you understand how <laughs> it works, Ronnie. But you know what? That's cool. You got this. Let's let's move out east. We have the five seed Knicks versus the eight seed Miami Heat. They have already played a game just like the Suns and Nuggets have. The Heat win that first game. They take a 1-0 series lead. Uh, Julius Randle of the Knicks misses game one with a sprained ankle. That was a surprise. I think he's close to returning. Yeah, he was he a game worked time out before decision the game. Yeah, for this previous game. he worked game. out. Yep. And they need him for sure yeah. if they want to win. Uh, I, I think the Heat, man, oh man, I think they just got hot at the right time. They're feeling it. They're believing it. I have the Heat winning this series in five, despite them being the eight seed. I think they have the playoff experience that this Knicks team doesn't really have. And I think after beating the best team in basketball, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Heat are feeling it right now. They they're feeling the Heat, and they're gonna they're gonna win this series pretty handily. Yeah. Well, do you think it's gonna change once they? Oh no, this was at home at the Knicks Stadium too. I was gonna say this was in New York. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize that until just now. I was like, is it gonna change once they go into the Knicks Stadium? But no, they they beat them at home in the Knicks Stadium. So that's crazy to see. I, too. I always love the excitement in your voice when you, like something clicks. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like a whole new Ronnie coming out. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so he, there was obviously injuries at the wrong time. But then again, like there's injuries yeah. for the Heat too, Like, but it's not bothering them. They're still winning games. So yeah, just uh, this is going to be exciting to watch. I I hope I could catch one of these games. I missed it this morning. It was so early. I, I didn't even realize it was on. It was out at 10 in the morning here on the West Coast. So yeah, here on the West Coast. I totally Coast. missed yep. it. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch the, the uh, highlights. But yeah, this is uh, exciting. Final. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm ex- uh, this is the series I'm probably least excited about. No, I, I, I really want to watch matchups. it. I, I like the Knicks team. I like the Heat. This Heat is like the surprise team of of the East Coast right now, you know? So, yeah, man, I, I, I yeah, I, I got to catch one of these games. Last series, the 76ers versus the Celtics. The 76ers being the three seed, the Celtics the two seed. Game one is on May 1st. And the big news here, Joel Embiid is doubtful for game one because of his knee. That... Hmm. That changes things, right? Because yeah. who on this Celtics team can stop Joel Embiid? You know, you have Al Horford, the the very old and ancient Al Horford, who's a great center, but he is not nearly as physical as he needs to be for Joel Embiid. Robert Williams can be phys- physical enough, but he's he's not gonna. I mean, he's not to the level that Joel Embiid is. And, and to be fair, no one is, right? He's most likely the league MVP. Uh, if he's not playing, that that changes everything. So. I'm hopeful that Joel Embiid is able to play because this series is going to be exciting with it. If he can't, oh, I don't know. I'll have to change my my prediction here. Uh, the other question I have is, can the, the J&J, can Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, can they still put up 30 points each per game? If they can do that, if those, if you're getting 60 points from those two guys, that's that's tough to beat. Yeah. So Embiid, he he missed that last game, but they still won against the Nets, you know. So yeah, the Nets. how how the many Nets. games has he been out now? Was he the, out before that too? Let me check no, he was in Game Three. The thought was he might be suspended for Game Four because he kicked Nick Claxton in the junk. Yeah, he didn't get suspended, but he sat because of his knee. And now they've been off for like a week, and he's still doubtful with this knee issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Seventy Sixers in six, but. 
if Joel Embiid doesn't play, that I think that changes a lot of stuff. You still have James Harden. You still have uh, Tyrese Maxey. You still have a lot of talented players on this team. I just... I just really hope that the Joel Embiid plays because I want to yeah. see I want to see a healthy team. Tobias Harris, right. Joel Embiid, James Harden, PJ Tucker. Um, where's Tyrese? Oh, there he is. Tyrese Maxey. This is this is a good team if if they can uh, they can get on the court. So I want the 76ers on this? to win the series, but I just don't think they're going to. Even with a healthy Embiid, I just feel like the Celtics are a better overall team and. I think they're going to end up going to the the conference finals. I'll I'll say in probably six games, honestly, too. So you're saying Celtics in six? Yeah. With them and the Heat, there'll be Celtics and Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Nuggets and Lakers? No, you said Warriors. Warriors, yeah. Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I I mean, I'm... I'm hopeful. I want. I wanted the Kings to win because I like seeing new teams right. make the playoffs. I hate seeing this the same, you know, rehash of of other teams. So I think for that reason, I want the 76ers to win. Plus, you know, we talked about James Harden, Arizona State connection. I would love to see that happen as well. Uh, I could kind of care less about the Knicks and the Heat. I feel like when I watch that, I'll probably be rooting for the Heat. I don't know if you got but, my answer on that, but I think the Knicks are going to take that one. I think that'll be a seven-game series, and I think the Knicks are going to win that one. Oh, no, I didn't get that one. You think the Knicks are going to win that one? Yeah. Okay. I missed that. I just assumed that you said Heat 5 because Cause you love the you're heat smart so much. like me. <laughs> because I love the Heat. That's why we live in Arizona. Yep. I love the Heat. Uh, so that is your round two playoff sort of preview slash prediction slash whatever else we mumbled on about. <laughs> um that's that's all I got for tonight, Ronnie. Did you uh, want to have any closing thoughts before we? No, we're going pretty long. Let's just up? close it up. All right. So we still have your simulation results coming. Yes, coming soon. Hopefully yeah, next week. We maybe we can record it. We'll should see I, what happens. Should I do an overtime edition for that? Sure, if you want to. That yeah, works. I can do that. We'll figure out a time to schedule that. You guys don't need to hear us make our schedules on the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Yep, thanks, guys. 